0: Hey, this is Bez Stone. And this is Freya Dietrich. And welcome to the Infinite Relating Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Hello. It's Thursday, and we are here to talk about relationship agreements. Relationship agreements. Oh, I love you Just you just went right Before for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, was going to sing more. Oh, sing. <laughs> <laughs> i just like to talk about it being thursday we're
1: back here we are again it's thursday so, we're so great excited. we missed you we have our team we have our dog we had our emotional crises all week <laughs> so we're we're yeah. really well prepared yeah, with all right. of our field research we yeah. are right baby
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm excited about this topic though it feels really like always relevant always changing always changing always more amazing. to explore and Redefine and yeah, maybe we could just start by being like, "What is a relationship agreement mm, to us?" You yeah. Know?
1: Well, I think for us, it seems like because we're neither of us classify ourselves as—I'm going to finger quote—monogamy or monogamist. Um, it's it's a constant exploration. So, mm-hmm. what do those boundaries mean for exploration with others? Um, what feels like what feels like a something I don't need to have a check in. Like feels like such mm-hmm. a yes, and what feels like something it might mean more of a check in. Like where. Where is that agreement? I will even say that's that's from our like more poly leaning, but even I think in monogamy, I really wanna challenge conscious monogamy. Like where I came from before when I was in monogamous relationships, we never discussed we never discussed agreements. We just assumed mm-hmm. they were the same, and then someone would get hurt because you have very different ideas. So I feel like this is an important subject, no matter where you fit on the spectrum mm-hmm. of, you know, open or closed, that it's good to have like what what feels safe what feels expansive what feels what what is your idea of whatever your relationship yeah. container is yeah yeah and agreements technically you know could be about
0: anything they could be about doing the dishes yeah. kids you know it's really just anything i think of an agreement as just something that is intended and we'll talk about how sometimes it doesn't do what it's intended right um intended to make life smoother like you were saying not requiring constant check in it's like okay we have an agreement that you know, if I'm not going to be home by seven, I call you and let you know. Right. For example. Yeah. Because that just makes, especially, you know, I've got young kids. For example, I don't anymore, but I did, and so yeah, it can be really helpful to know that your partner's on their way home. Uh, they're going to be late. They're going to be late for dinner. You know, so it could be something simple like that, um, which actually isn't simple. <laughs> you know, like I'm learning through my years of relating and living with housemates and having children that sometimes those you know, what seem like very simple agreements, like, will you give me a call? Let me know if you're going to be late for dinner, have huge emotional impact, like massive emotional impact. And, um, yeah, how sometimes those like simple logistical things can,
1: yeah, can really create harmony or create a lot of mistrust and resentment and they and i feel like even in all these realms those can be conversations people avoid because they're they're afraid of how because there is an emotional tie to it or they're afraid their idea is going to be rejected or they're going to be rejected Mm. but yeah even like i said even the sharing of like household chores can be such charged scary things to ask for yeah that um yeah if we can have these conversations like up front check in with ourselves be open and honest like we can save so many challenges later on yeah Um, and yeah and just have check-ins as we feel things arise
0: right yeah and to me there's a spectrum so as we're talking about agreements or when I approach them in my relationship and relationships you know with other with friends and housemates and kids like I was saying I feel like there's a spectrum and I think it's worth thinking about this and just for our listeners and us to imagine like where do we fall you know on the spectrum and I think on one extreme of the spectrum is like we have to talk about everything. We have to have a contingency plan for anything that could change. Mm. And, you know, I have a lot of needs and I want to lay them all out and I want to make agreements about all of them. And I want a five page contract. so Neither of us forget. Yeah, totally. And that could be, you know, I'm not saying that that's invalid, you know, we're kind of like making it a caricature, but that is, that is, it is totally possible that two people actually find a lot of aliveness there. And that's totally real. But I do think we'll talk about maybe why that might not be the best plan for most of us. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there's, I don't have, I I don't even know what an agreement is. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Like, or I just am avoiding talking about these things. Like you were saying, I don't want to be picky. I don't want to be needy. needy, Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. High maintenance. Right. All all those things. (laughs) Or it's like, it's a pain in the ass. I don't want to talk about Uh, this. Why can't it just flow? so tired like of why, processing. Yeah. Can we just like, yeah. I don't want to limit, to limit my freedom, you know? And I think that for me, it's like finding, I've been doing a lot of exploring with Max about and inside of myself, like, where is the sweet spot where, cause for me, if I'm on that, that over too many agreements side of the mm-hmm. spectrum, it can feel stagnant and rigid and I can actually be more paranoid than if I have fewer agreements and then if I'm on the no agreement side of the spectrum, then, yeah, it just feels like mayhem. And it's like, right. well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, everything's on the table and there isn't any structure at all, even some simple structures that can really help people relax or help me relax.
1: Yeah, I feel that, yeah, that anxious part of me gets a little bit more active and that mm-hmm. when there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just honoring those parts. Yeah.
0: yeah, and as I feel into that spectrum, I think about... Um, to me, like what fills the rest of this, what what fills the rest of the space, past agreements is trust. Mm. You know, is like trust, shared values, things we talk about all the time. Where maybe we only, maybe we don't have an agreement about it um, because we don't want a million agreements, or I don't. And then beyond the beyond the agreement, like beyond the reach of the agreement, is like is when
1: trust becomes <sighs> so important. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I appreciate you speaking to that because that. I, I think we've explored before like there's there's like earned trust this mm. idea like we have to earn trust but there's mm-hmm. also I think when we find more trust in ourselves that we can extend it out oh, yeah. easier to others and to like and be like yeah they might they might get it wrong but I, I have like I trust in their goodwill and their mm. love for me that if we kind if we if we don't quite get the line in the right spot or one of us oversteps or whatever like that it was it was done with love and care for me and that we'll get through it and yeah. like that for me, that's where the trust lives. Cause I'm like, you know what, we might, because we didn't draw a line on everything that we're going to do about every, every agreement we wanted to make, I I'm trusting that, that there's going to be enough care in there to like navigate yeah, those. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that we can, you know, I feel like when I'm, when I'm operating from a place of trust in my partner and in myself, but especially for me and my partner, um, I just don't, stress about their behavior so much. I'm kind of like, well, I trust him. So Yeah. That's just really not my problem. Like the thing what what he's doing tonight or what he's thinking, it's like that's it's I I just don't even need to care about it. mm -hmm. You know? Like it's not even like, oh I'm sure it's great. It's just like not my problem. It's not on
1: your Yeah, I will say like that's something I've noticed. I think the more I trust myself, um the more I just like live in that space with others. Like I trust myself to engage with trustworthy people. Right. And yeah. And I think that has become, you know, and every time I've learned, maybe that wasn't true. Like that has become a skill that I've built. And I'm like, yeah, I, I engage with trustworthy people so yeah. I can just kind of disarm in that space. Yeah, totally. it's really good. Yeah. And I think, um, Yeah, we've talked
0: about this before, but maybe we'll just say it again, because to me, this has been such a profound new thing that I've done since starting Infinite Relating and really understanding and thinking about trust and um, realizing how many trust issues I had in the past and how I really lived in a relationship space, like you were saying, where I was like waiting for him to prove himself trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of always being paranoid and critical and... Yeah, just just like waiting to get screwed. Yeah, know? just right. like waiting for the moment when I would get screwed over. And you know, I'm on some like whatever Facebook groups because um, we're old and use Facebook. <laughs> um, that and about relationship anarchy or you know poly polyamory. And sometimes right. I like to get in there and just chit chat on the comments because I'm like, oh, I know something, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I often tell people like well i the thing that has really changed my relationship life among many is that realizing that if i'm with someone it's because i it's it's because i trust them you know if i trust them then i then i trust them right and if i don't trust them then i either need to leave the relationship or go to therapy and work on my trust issues (laughs) because the space that I used to hang out in all the time of being with someone I don't trust is like the absolute dead zone like miserable I watch other people do it and you know they'll they'll ask me things like you know friends or just real you know acquaintances or whatever will be like you know he did xyz like what should I say you know he He told me one thing and then he did another. And, like, what should I say to him? Like, how do I word that? And I was like, this isn't a wording issue. Right. (laughs) This is either, like, A, he's behaving in an untrustworthy way and you're sticking around, which is bullshit in (laughs) my opinion. Or, B, he's totally trustworthy and you're just making it, you know, you're, like, just have the magnifying glass out, like, looking for ways that he's not trustworthy. Right. When if you trust him, stay the fuck out of it, you know? Like, it's really not... If he said one thing and he did another, but you trust him, it's like, oh, you know, he said he was going to work, but now I actually undid the location out between me and Max because I got a little reckless with it <laughs> over the weekend, which we could talk about or not. But, you know, now I see that he's at home. But if I trust him, it's like must have a change of plans. Like right. I don't fucking you don't care. You have to manage
1: his behavior. No, yeah.
0: and like, but if I don't trust him, then it, that's going to be like, oh, what's he doing and
1: can, it's, can why he, did he lie and It's you know, like a part time a... job, oh, just yeah. like using so much energy. And yeah, and I've seen on these same some of these same Facebook groups, I've talked about like, well, this is how you like find a cheater, and this is how you know, this is mm. how you. Ba-. And I'm just like, if I'm having any of that thought process, yeah. I am with the wrong, I'm in the wrong relationship. Yeah. Like if that if that is happening. Yeah, it's either it's either I'm in a relationship with a person who I can't trust, or like you said, I have trust. But either way, yeah, I I need changed. to step back, yeah, and, yeah. and manage that because I no. So we we're
0: yeah. choosing,
1: we're choosing yeah. to trust, we're choosing to engage with trustworthy people, yeah. and trusting ourselves that if something doesn't feel aligned, we will take right. care of ourselves in whatever way we need to. Totally. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so I like that thought that like agreements agreements manage the things that 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 feel like without clarifying it's gonna expend more energy maybe mm. is how it feels for me like with the dinner thing it's like okay I like to have my this is just hype this isn't hypothetical this was true for me when my kids were younger I want my partner to be home for dinner so we can all eat dinner together
1: right and so
0: rather than every single day calling him and being like hey what time are you coming home tonight <laughs> just to have an agreement that says I'll be home by seven if not I'll call you it's yeah. like great you know then it's like it's just like a time-saving thing or a drama saving thing like so if it's gonna it's gonna cost more energy to not make the agreement then I start getting interested in them and um Mm -hmm. yeah but there's a couple of of things about agreements that I think maybe could go misunderstood that feel important to me Mm -hmm. and one of them is that an agreement means two people agree
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes
0: (laughs) This is something really that important. a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, that I at times have not realized. It's like, well, I want to make an agreement about this, and it's like you have to actually find
1: something you both agree on. Yes, it is such a simple and yet important point to make. Yeah, yeah, like it's if if they, for whatever reason, if the other person isn't on that same wavelength, like it, it needs further negotiation, further discussion, further mm-hmm. exploration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: or it's just not an agreement,
1: you right. know. Like, and
0: this is something that we've been Max and I've been exploring because he went out of town. Like, I don't know if I said that last you week. Did, or yeah, not. we talked about it. Yeah, he was out of town, which is when I got reckless about the location. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> As one I would. was like,
1: Where is he zooming in on the little dot, being like, What's he doing right now? you're oh my so God. brave. I would not let my anxious attacher have that tool yeah. ever no. <laughs> she would go crazy. I, I
0: think I can get it back now, but <laughs> I don't know I have enough. I did ask for it, but then we just haven't done the, the link, whatever you have to do, but um, proceed with caution, yeah <laughs> yeah but so yeah, he was out of town, and we are we are in an open relationship and but haven't haven't done like a ton ton of exploring with other people um some and potentially there's more on the horizon which <laughs> I'll see if I can I'll see if I have permission to talk about that or not but I don't today um but yeah so so he was going out of town and I think it's I think I'll just I think I can share the, this openly with an unknown number of people on the podcast. <laughs> and one of his kind of um you know, sort of ideal situations in our relationship would be to go out of town and have like a fun fling, you mm-hmm. know, cause there's some people I think that are like, I really want another partner, you know, right. if they're, if they're exploring polyamory, um, I really want another partner and I don't want casual sex or I just want casual sex cause I don't want a second partner or third mm-hmm. or four. I just want to have one partner and then maybe have some fun experiences with other people, but not do any other like super deep emotional relating. And I think currently that's been more a spectrum that he's been falling on. And so before we left, we talked about um, sexual agreements with each other and what we were going to do because there was this sort of excitement of like, ooh, something could happen, you know, which would be exciting. And there's a lot, gosh, so much to say about all these things. But, um, yeah, when we were talking about the agreements, I first came out with a desire to have a no penetration, like no intercourse agreement because that's just what felt right for me. Right. Um, That to me felt like a line that was sort of, you know, like it's, it was like a lot, it's like something different, you know, it's right. something different than everything else that comes up before that. And I could even see like an oral sex boundary too, for me. Um, and I'll talk about that again in a second, but, cause that also feels like a delineation. It's like fluid uh, exchange. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's just different. So that was what I first was like, I'd love to have a no penetration. And I felt nervous because he and I don't have a lot of agreements cause that's um, just not how our relationship tends to work as well. But I knew that I wanted it, and so I was like, I'm going to be brave, I'm going to ask for it. And um, yeah, he heard me and received me, and we had a great conversation about it. And in the end, he was not in agreement with that.
1: Right. And
0: it was awesome, because I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, I, A, I trust him implicitly. He's, he's only ever shown to me that he's the most upstanding guy in the entire world, yes. and it's fucking incredible. Yes. So that was easy. And we do have our one master agreement to consider each other deeply before we do anything. Um, But we have been having fun getting a little more specific than that in certain situations, (laughs) you know, but also that does, that does hold, that is still an important agreement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so it was a great, it was a great exercise for me to just be like, okay, like, I'd like to have this agreement, but my beloved doesn't agree. And so just like we were just saying, like. If two people don't agree, it's not an agreement. Right, it's a request. Yeah, it's a request, request, but not an agreement. And it wasn't even... Yeah, and then it didn't turn into a request for me. I was just like, you know, I get it. Well, I think it was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of like, if something... If I'm in a situation, I'd like to just be able to follow it wherever it goes. Because it happens so... It's not something that I'm going to do all the time. It's kind of like a special circumstance. And that made some... I was like, fuck yeah, babe. Like, I want you to have that. I just
1: love how you held that. Like, how... You didn't get defensive. Like you didn't go to immediately to his threatening. Like you went back to your place of trust. Yeah. And you were able to receive it and not like judge him or lash out at him. You don't love me. Like all the things that we could go into. Right. But you just met that with like, okay, like let's. Yeah. And I think one of the other great things I
0: did in that moment was I did not feel like I lost. And I think that's huge is it's like, well, I wanted this, but you said no. And therefore you won and I lost, Yeah, you know, and if I lost, that means, you know, I'm a victim and I'm in a shitty relationship or I can't trust you or I don't have any power. I'm not powerful enough or like this is an imbalanced, you know, whatever. I could have gone into all those stories, but I really didn't because I feel like one thing that infinite relating has been so clear about teaching me is what respect looks like for someone I care about, (sighs) you know, which is really like seeing them as an autonomous, beautiful being with their own needs. Some yeah. of them that work for me and some of them that don't. Right. And that's just how that goes when you're, yeah. when you're not dating yourself. And you're, <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? and you're not trying
1: to control the other person. Yeah, you're like, it's I'm actually like... trying to like see you and mm-hmm. love you as you are rather than try to fit you into this mold that I, yeah. 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 So that felt
0: really huge to just be like, and, and to not feel embarrassed either or feel Ooh. like, Oh, he doesn't love me enough to make this agreement with me. Or what does it mean? Right. And just to be like, yeah, I get it, babe. Like, He didn't even need a reason, but you know, just that I'm not in agreement to that. And I
1: want to even like, I just want to acknowledge that if this was a different couple Mm -hmm. or a different scenario and you were, you were feeling really strongly, like, actually I like, yes, this feels like it's moving too fast. I want to go slower. Actually, this is really important to me that we hold this boundary that that could have been a continued conversation. Again, To find mutual agreement So both of you are feeling like You're So you know So he's not feeling like Shoot now I lost Because I can't have penetrative sex Right But to be able to like Maybe share like Why it's meaningful to you Why it's important And like hey Can we start slow Like Because I i I don't think I, I know I wouldn't have been as gracious mm-hmm. <laughs> as yeah. you in that realm, well, at least not where I am right now. Yeah. Um, well, it might not have been authentic for you. It wouldn't, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't have been authentic, at least, you know, and so, so to acknowledge that, like, but that's not the end point, this still, it's the beginning of the conversation and, like, how right. do we get to the place where we can still feel really good about where right. we're at? And where and we it, both agree. And that we both agree. And I think part of it that, that would make sense for me, which could help me on either side, is knowing that this agreement and all agreements we make are not forever. Right. It's like, this is where we are. This is a moment in time. And based on that, based on where we are, this is, this is what I'm needing. Totally. And that would feel for me, for me. So if I was like wanting more, if I was like, I want to have penetrative sex, I'm going to this thing and you're no. And so in order for me to feel like I'm not losing out, I think it would be really helpful to know like, okay, you, you're needing extra support right now. Mm -hmm. I can make this agreement until, and then we can revisit it later. I'm not like shutting that door for forever. Right um yeah that feels yeah so important and we did have that conversation too
0: where I was like this is not like a go red issue for me yeah you know where I'm gonna be just like panicking and freaking out and it's gonna do damage and he was very clearly because he's such a great person he was just like yeah if this is like if this is gonna do damage like I don't want it like that's you know unilaterally clear because our relationship is so important and it's not like like you said we could revisit it we could get support around it but I tuned in with myself and was very honest and I was like, no, it's not, it's not a red issue for yeah, me. It's great. Like, I can feel, I can feel that it would be, that I, I could 100% be happy for you, back mm. you, be like fucking stoked that you just like had this super hot, amazing experience and exactly the way you wanted it to go and that you felt empowered and you felt supported by me. Like, that felt great. Yeah. And he was also like, to his credit, take notes or whatever, because <laughs> he's amazing. He was like, anytime I'm out there, he was gone for a week, he's like, you can call me and you can be like, This has now become over the line of Ooh. where I can be comfortable and I will happily pull back. I like hundred percent. Yeah. He was like, really... if something changes. Cause yeah, I mean, the point of an agreement is to make life easier and better and keep the relationship healthy. Right. You know? Right. So yeah. So there's there's that that being like the overarching point of the whole thing, is it's is it's like how do we best respect each other and respect ourselves and nurture this
1: connection smoothly. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to like feeling like we're going for battle. Like I have to win, you know, like someone's going to lose. Yeah. Like, right. Him. And
0: then what was also really cool is that I was like, well, I have a no penetration agreement for me,
1: Wow, which felt very
0: true Yeah. while he was gone. And I still have it. I have a, um, I just realized that's like a personal agreement I have with myself is that I don't want to have penetrative sex with anyone else, um, without, really talking to max about it and sitting with myself about it and yeah yeah it's just not something that would be available to me early on in a relationship or like definitely not in like a one night stand kind of situation or a oh we met and it's hot and like we, I take you home it's like yeah that right. feels like a really clear boundary that I hold and it felt good to tell him that and just be like
1: that's what's happening over here I get again know? I love that I've learned this a lot from you, actually from you and your relationship with Max, like from the very beginning, that you're, they don't have to match. Right. Like you can actually want and need different things. Yeah. And be in agreement and it doesn't have to be balanced. I think there was like a week, it was a week where I think he was monogamous. Right. Yeah. And you weren't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, you can do that? Mm-hmm. Like you can shoot. I just, it felt really empowering because it's like, it's really honoring each person's experience. Yeah. If we don't matching up doesn't have to be part of that our needs don't have to be completely aligned it just it just means that we we're communicating we're caring for each other and honoring what's what's real yeah
0: yeah yeah and we totally have different things that we're interested in exploring you know sexually or with our lives or with our how we spend our time I mean there's so many yeah there's so many ways that we are we are very compatible but very different people so that what what pushes my edge is not what's pushing his edge. You know, right. I have a ton of experience being super slutty, like for my whole, a lot of my adult life, deep experiences of exploring my desire. And like, you know, just, I was a sex, you know, I was a sex educator. Like I've done a lot of exploration really on sex work. Yeah. and the intimacy and emotional intimacy part is way harder for me yeah. and way more edgy and way more new. So for me having like another emotional relationship with someone is is far more intriguing than having Mm, sex because i've just had sex with a lot of people (laughs) you know like i've done research yeah (laughs) like i've really done that like i really don't need i mean i could always there's more but like that's not something that's missing from my life
1: Um,
0: whereas for other people it's like wow yeah i i haven't had that period where like i just got a little wild and like followed my impulses and you know got to be got to have that feeling of sexual freedom um yeah, so it's so I th- I love that. It can just be like we're both ex- we're all exploring our we have our own life path in d- in addition to the relationship, right, you know?
1: Right. own yeah, know. desires and needs. And I, I like how also when you made this agreement, you had different requirements for how you shared the information when you came back. And oh, to yeah. me that feels really oh, important. Oh yeah, we, did. we had yeah. total opposite. <laughs> because I know in my in my, you know, poly situations like how people shared with me, made all the difference in the world about yeah. how I, my nervous system would take it. Right. and if someone came to me if well, if they withheld it for too long or if they came to me in a caretaking apologetic mode, mm-hmm. it felt really crummy mm-hmm. and i it just i And, and, but if they came to me in a, like a timely manner and they came to me excited and I got to feel like their energy and their excitement and their turn on like that, I can handle so much more when I can feel your turn on. Yes. But when you're in that caretaking mode. So I think that was really important too, is to have, at least for me, it's important to have those agreements. Like, how do we share this information with each other when it happens? Right. And you guys had different needs. We did. Yeah. We had absolute opposite needs. (laughs) Great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I want. I didn't want to know anything that he did while he was gone um, until he began the, the journey home. Right. And then from the moment he got in the car to head home, I wanted to know whether he had connected sexually or intimately with someone. But I didn't want any further details until we were in person. But mm-hmm. I wanted to know. because yeah. so I knew if I didn't know, I would be just stressing the whole time and wondering. And he'd be like, I'm on my way home. And I'd be like, what happened? <laughs> you know? And he had the exact opposite request, which was that... He wanted to hear, pretty, you know, at my earliest convenience, so it didn't have to be, like, the moment after, but, you know, as soon as I could. Yeah. Wanted to hear a quick text that was like, hey, I connected with someone last night, I had a hot experience, whatever it was. Until the moment he got in the car to head right. home, <laughs> and then he's like, "I don't want to hear about it on the journey because I won't be resourced. I'll be driving. I'll be traveling. I'll I won't. Yeah, I'll that. there'll be people all around me. You know, like I won't have privacy to like digest any information.
1: Right.
0: I'll be tired. You know, it's just yeah. You know, such good self
1: check in and mm-hmm. awareness
0: of like just owning. Yeah. yeah. So we had total, we had the exact opposite requests of each other. So that became our agreement. And they
1: didn't have to line up. You were able to
0: just honor each of those. Right. That that
1: feels really, really good. Yeah.
0: It really does. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's very liberating to, to be able to like get what we need. And the, you know, the agreement was around how do we tell each other certain
1: information. Right. And then, right. It's not like we have to do it the same. It doesn't have, yeah. It doesn't have to line Mm -hmm. up. Um, and then the yeah. next big important thing that we were discussing before that I think is really great when we're navigating these agreements and this is something that I've learned from you is how okay. <laughs> always always <laughs> learning from you is how do we receive when our partner's doing something and we even discussed like whether it's work project or connecting mm. with somebody else how do we receive that in a way that doesn't feel like a threat It doesn't feel like a threat mm. to our resource, our love, mm. our attention but yeah. it actually feels like something that we if our beloved is engaging in anything that like, gives them life force energy or expresses themselves. Like yeah. we are going to actually benefit from that. Even if we don't necessarily know, totally. in, you know, initially yes. like how that's going to happen. Yes. And that, yeah, that was something really radical that I did early on with Max
0: and I don't know where this came from, but I think I just decided to do it. I think like, it was like
1: after you were like spiraling. A little, I probably. mean, not to call you out. Oh no, <laughs> no, please. Yeah. If you remember,
0: was, Yeah, anyway. I think,
1: wasn't it, it was like, it was the, in the notion of like, Oh my God, what's the worst thing that happen? The worst thing that could happen is he could fall madly in love with somebody really quickly right. and then I would lose him. And then, right. and then it was like the way to deal with that is like, actually, even if that happens, right, the very worst case scenario in, in your mind, if that happens, you will benefit in some way. You just don't know right. how. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. And I think it also came
0: up for me when, for example, I'd want to hang out that night and he was like, uh, you know, I've got work. I've got, if <laughs> I don't want to, I, you know, I'm not available and I'm heading home because I need an alone night, whatever. And I, I would have that kind of classic reaction that was like, you asshole, you know? And I wanted <laughs> to like, yeah, win, fight for my position, right. like get my needs met, all these things. And of course getting our needs met is important, but. I often would do that at the expense of him and just right. be like, well, you're my service provider. So Ooh. like, why aren't you fulfilling all my needs? Right. Just completely discounting that he had his own priorities like, and his own availability, just his own... own
1: personhood in general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
0: he didn't owe me anything. Um, but yeah. So I think it was yeah also born of that where it was like, okay, I'm going to play a game just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> that anything that he, anything that's good for him is going to be good for me. Like anything he wants, anything he needs, Anything that's anything that he deems good for him is going to yeah. benefit me, and I don't have to know how. I just have to adopt the attitude that it will benefit me in some way. Yeah. And I think because I am a very logical person, as much as I'm also a creative person, I am extremely logical, too. And I would um, kind of follow it down the line and run out some scenarios. Like, right. yeah, let's say he falls in love with someone else. And it's like, I could think of a million ways, maybe not a million, but I could think of several ways that would benefit <laughs> me, you know. Like maybe I have an incredible relationship with this person and nourishes some other part of my life that Mm. I didn't understand before. Or maybe, yeah, he, we depart, we depart our connection and he moves on. And that frees me up to do some other amazing project or be with some other new person. Or, you know, it's just like, because I think there's that, there's that just pure spirit of infinite relating for me, which is like, do we happen to line up or not? And right now we do, and then in a day we might not, and then in two days we might line up again. You know, it's just like this constant kind of like given the given that you are doing what feels the best for you, like does that work for me or not? You know, instead of like, I'm gonna make you work for me, make it so that your behavior fits what I need. It's more just like, I'm gonna, I, I my request is that you do what feels right for you, and what feels right for him can sometimes be saying oh shit I really want to go home tonight but Bez needs wants me and I'd rather I, I want to fulfill her need because she had a hard day or she right you know he does that and I do that with him too it's like I don't want to drive he lives half an hour from me into the woods it's like I don't feel like driving up there but he's come to my house like three times in a row and like I want it I want it to feel equitable so I'll do the driving this time right. you know it's like so yes it's not like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want and like if you fit with me great and if not like see ya right but there is that um, experience that I have often which
1: is yeah like I want him to just do him yeah and then we'll see and meet me yeah meet us and meet me in my, your mutual yes yeah and you were I think you, it's really you're much better at this than I am I think <laughs> I hold on I got a little bit more attachy but it's a really good practice it just and it's, it's, it's for me it has to be a practice yeah of like doing that exercise of like oh, okay well he said no and ow that's whatever or he's not available or whatever the thing is and and like being honest with myself about the sting or about yeah. the, we you know the letdown or whatever it is, like letting that, like, I don't want to bypass that, mm-hmm. but then also, then I can move on to the practice of like, yes, this is going to benefit me. Like maybe, yeah. maybe I needed this night alone or maybe, yeah, maybe this connection they make is going to enliven them in some way or I'm going to but whatever, just like, just doing that as a practice, like a trust yeah. exercise with myself and, yeah. um, and yeah, I'm playing out the different scenarios if I need to, like, okay, totally. how could this, like, we don't know. That's the, the whole like we, so much of our lives, or my life, was spent like trying to control, yes. trying to protect. Like, oh, it's so good, so I want to grab onto it, hold it, and keep it. And, and in order to do that, I have to control it. But even under, even if we're like grasping onto everything and trying to control everything, we still don't know where this right. is going. We still don't know. There's so there's an infinite number of variables that affect all of our relationships. And you're really good again reminding me of this. But like, we don't know. Yeah. So we, and we also don't know how. These things that maybe we didn't choose are going to benefit us. Right. We don't know. There's so many ways. You know, the there's like some proverby it's not a joke, but I guess it's more of a proverb about the horse. Yeah.
0: You never know. Right. But yeah. Yeah. It's like this, you can Google it if you <laughs> don't know it, because I don't have it memorized, but it was something like, a man gave his son a horse in a village, and all the villagers were like, oh, that's so, how great, what a horse, and the man was like, we'll see. Yeah, you never know. And then the son fell off the horse broke his leg and everyone was like oh my god what a tragedy and the man was like we'll see and then the people came to draft young men for the war and the son couldn't get drafted because his leg was broken and they were like oh my god that was such a convenient like how so lucky you're so lucky and the guy was like we'll see and it just keeps going like that where it's like we just don't know you know and that's yeah to me that attitude is so important to hold to like refine like you said because I don't feel it all the time at all but just to like as quickly as I can be like wait hold yeah. on a second ba- like slow down, Bez, like stop, you know? <laughs> yeah. Take a breath. Like let's think this through, um, and really think about
1: like what,
0: what, what's going on, you know?
1: Right. And I, yeah, I think that's a really helpful mind too, to address when you're coming to these like, c- c- discussions about agreements, uh instead of like going with my immediate reaction, if like, you know, if I had that same discussion with Max that like, he's like, no, I actually want to have no boundary. Um, Right. So like feel like that ooh, okay. And and then to be able to step into well, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So what you know, what else is in here? Like My, if I can stand that I don't know, then it gives more spaciousness for me to see and hear your side, to hear like just it just it just opens so much more up instead of like for me when I think of like when I'm responding in a way that's kind of triggered or defensive or controlling, it's it's this like a contraction energy. And it's right. like this and like Yeah, we'll never know is such like an opening energy to stay in. Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the other thing I'm playing with right now that I that I that was spurned by this trip where there was just the potential to, you know, to potentially connect with other people, even though yeah, it wasn't like a guaranteed thing. It was more just like, okay, this might happen. So it was helpful for me to like just start approaching that subject, you know? Right. Um and I think I told you this too, I'm sure, because I tell you everything (laughs) But one of the things that I uh, attitudes that I adopted, that's sort of maybe a corollary to that one, is like anything that my beloved wants, um, not anything, because some things he w- could want, I also wouldn't want, you know. So that's 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 not anything. But I would say, like in my current relationship with Max, this 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 is nearly always true. But for example, like we've both had relationships with alcoholics and stuff. So yes, yeah. there's times in partnership where like. My partner wants something and I don't want it for them, you know, right. so that's all that can happen to Right. But in my current relationship with Max, cause we both have, you know, we have a very healthy relationship. Um, I started thinking and it really shifted me cause I was having some anxiety and just being like, Oh, like what if, you know, us being sexual with other people, like ruins our relationship and right. makes me further away from him. Like yeah, he falls in love with someone else and, like, they get married out there and (laughs) wherever he is, he comes back and he's, like, surprised, you know, and I'm, like, (laughs) ah! (laughs) Um, I was having just a lot of anxiety about it and what I, and, like, just feeling that kind of, yeah, jealousy and also wanting to control and then at some point, I shifted into... It's so funny, whenever I share these things, I can picture where I was when it happened. I feel like I've said this on the podcast. I was, like, I was in the shower. I was in the (laughs) bathroom. I
1: was sitting at the light in front of the safe (laughs) (laughs) Driving, but <laughs> i remember they're not even her sponsor yet. I know. <laughs> I
0: don't even know if I was going to Safeway. It it's was just so I was sitting in the light and it just fell into my head. I was like, oh my gosh, he wants to to feel more sexually liberated. That's a real desire of his. And I know this for yeah. him. I know his history, and I know I think it's great. Yeah. He would love to, you know, liberate himself sexually, and I would love for him to liberate himself sexually. And he would love to have an experience out there. Like, a one-time thing that would just be, you know, this this incredible, like, unique thing for him that he doesn't normally do. Right. And I would love for him to have that experience, too. And I just was like, oh, my God, we want the same thing. You know, like, it is a shared desire of ours that he have. Experiences that Ooh. benefit him, you know. Like I want that too. Yeah. Like it's a shared desire of ours that he take really impeccable care of himself, and that he gets mm. the space and alone time he needs. Because, like I'm sure I've said on the podcast before, he's much more introverted. Not much more, but he's more introverted than I am. And just has a different pace. He has yeah. different needs, and so I also want him to have time alone in his woodsy house where he can reflect and digest. Because he's expressed that to me, like. When a big thing happens, like, I need time to kind of process it, and I have to do that by myself, and I need to be quiet. So, like, of course I want that for him, because, like, I want him to be able to process big experiences that we have. Yes. And I need to go out and dance or go move my body or go, you know, hang out with other people, and he's like, fuck yeah, I'm so glad you're getting your needs met. Right. So I think this idea of things being, like, joint desires... If it's true, if it's not true, that's okay too. But to really tap into myself and think about why he wants it, why I want it, you know, what, what need is getting met there? What desire is getting fulfilled? And just to then get on board and be like, Oh yeah, we both want this. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like being at odds, we're like, he wants to stay late for work. And like, that's against me because I want more time with him or he wants to yeah, have an experience with someone else, and that's against me because right. he's gonna leave me or, well you
1: know. and I, I will even say, like I've noticed this like this story of like I actually feel really good about this or I is a shared desire, but there's a story of how I will be perceived mm-hmm. by my peers. Mm-hmm. like we have been taught this like you know, our men are gonna we deserve to be treated with respect. And, yeah, and so I've had moments where, um I remember, like, I think we were at a festival and and Lee was like, I I need to actually spend the night alone. Like, Mm. I just need some time to recharge after, like, and that felt really great. I was like, thank you for taking care of yourself. I had that feels. I was, but what felt really challenging was, like, now I'm going to tell my friends why I'm not spending the night with him and that feels really scary. It was, like, the judgment of, like, I'm not standing up for myself in my Uh, relationship. Yeah. Totally. Right? I mean, so, it definitely, it doesn't, as. It isn't as strong as it was, but that story, it's it's in there. And I right. see it, especially, like, I see it on social media. I see it, like, when people, like, the way we try to encourage women to, like, stand up for yourself and what you need. And it's, like, there's also this story of what it looks like on the outside. And I think, for me, it's, like, a great reminder of, like, when I get caught up in any outside stories or containers is, like, the whole point of infinite relating is, like, I want I want to design this from what it feels like on the inside. Yeah, But it is, there's there's still this, like, unlearning yeah, you know, Absolutely. like navigating through that and just like in questioning like is this my? Right. Is this my thought or idea or is this come from somewhere else? Right. Oh yeah. my god, that's so important. Yeah. yeah, because it can
0: be easy to make agreements or express needs or desires that, you know, when I examine them, I'm like, do I actually want that? Yeah. Like is that true for me? Do I actually need that? Like just like you're saying. And I think this kind of I mean, I love empowerment. I feel like a very empowered person. I like, you know, supporting people and feeling empowered. And I do think just like you said on Instagram or whatever, there is this kind of really toxic, especially feminine empowerment yeah. that is like, you know, he needs to treat you right and he needs to do this and he needs to do that. And it can be, my judgment is like very disrespectful to, to anyone, to everyone involved, right. you know, where instead right. of being like, yeah, he needs to do what is best for him actually is right. what he needs. And sometimes what's best for him is supporting me and sometimes it's not. And right. that's fucking great. You know, that's yeah. totally okay. And and I th- I do wonder how much of that is, this, like, status and embarrassment and, like, well, you know, I can't keep my man. Like, I'm not, I don't have any, or I have no control over my woman or whatever it is. Right. You know, you're getting, oh like, walked gosh. all over. And, yeah, I don't want to be a doormat. Like, all these fears. And times where we have been doormats. You know, right. you we know, I've both talked about this yeah. in our history where it's, like. I really was a doormat acting like a doormat in that relationship. And so I hyper don't want to do that this time. Yeah. And that can, that can sort of
1: provoke this response of like, you know, yeah, no one's going to screw me now. Right. Um, and so I'm coming to these agreement conversations with maybe some ideas that aren't actually mine. right. So I think I get the big part of what this reminds me is that there's, there's a lot of self inquiry, a lot of self work in yeah. this. And I'm fe- if anything's feeling charged, like like, kind of investigate that and be like, oh, yeah, what is this attached to? Is this really mine? When yeah. I come and I ask for these agreements, what what is, um, what's really important from the inside as yeah. opposed to, yeah, from how it looks on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I say totally. these, I feel like every time I say these things, it's because I need the reminder, yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why we do this, right? Right, yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it is very humbling to do this work because... Because even though I ha- we have these, like, um, belief systems and values and we speak about it and we mm-hmm. get like, super geek out and I'm like, yeah, I believe so strongly, I, there's still some really sneaky, like, yeah. subconscious patterns in there. And they when they come up, they like I feel like my ego just gets more and more creative every time and you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. that's still in there and I can examine it and get rid of it. But it's not, this isn't a, like necessarily easeful flawless system of infinite relating it's it's an excavation it's a like moving through everything it's examining everything as it comes up
0: yeah um
1: yeah and it's it's such a beautiful invitation to get to know myself deeper in relationship i mean over and over even though i'm a little bit over myself right now in the process but it is it's like i wouldn't know i wouldn't know these parts about myself if i didn't spend this time totally investigating yeah and I
0: think with with agreements and just like with everything else in infinite relating like you said at the beginning it's so important to remember that it it will change not even it can change but it's gonna change you know and if 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 I happen to have an agreement with Max that that lasts our whole relationship that would just be a roll of the dice happenstance that's not like what I'm going for you know we're not trying to predict everything and yeah you know my one of my housemates actually had a good um point because like I said I do have this potentially well okay I have a brewing crush I feel like I can say that (laughs) for sure um on someone else and so that's been new because I haven't had that happen to me yet since Max and I've been together and so I was you know kind of like half um what's the word like sort of like just in a kerfuffle but like in a fun way just being like oh my god what am I gonna do you know half that half actually stressing and being like oh my god what am I gonna do you know because of course he's my primary partner I love him to the ends of the earth like I don't want anything to come between us you know and so I was like maybe I'll make you know I was telling my housemate I was like maybe I forget what I was saying but I was offering all these things like maybe I'll say this and like if one of us meets someone else, we like, we do, we take this action, and then we have this conversation, and my housemate was like, what if you just took it one case at a time, (laughs) and like, what feels good in this circumstance, what feels good with this person, like, what, what feels good today, you know, what feels good for the next, until we change it, you know, and just really recognizing, I was just like, oh, right, thank you, like, I don't have to, like, predict everything that could happen and then make an agreement about it so we can right. prevent that from happening and i have to find something that would work in every situation oh, it's like gosh. it could just be for now for this situation for this week and that has happened with max and i too where it's like i'm having a hard week there's something going on at home there's something going on with my kids and it's like i need extra care this week or yeah. I, need, I need to make a different kind of agreement or yeah like like we were saying, if he had was on vacation, and something happened. I'd be like, "Hey, babe, like I need to change this because I can't. I wouldn't be able to cope with it. Right. I'm having a hard time in another area of life. Like, but it's temporary. You know, it's right. not this effort to control. Right, um, right. But yeah, I really think that that's something worth really like driving home is that these agreements are always up for renegotiation, but that it is important to renegotiate them before changing them right. in your mind. Right,
1: <laughs> and yes. thinking
0: that. Oh, that was last week and probably doesn't apply anymore.
1: Ooh, you know. Yeah, no, I think that's actually another really good point. It's like so once you make an agreement, yeah, it's important to honor that this is an agreement, right. yeah. And and if for, and if for some reason you feel like you can't, like that needs to be a discussion before yeah. <laughs> instead of after and saying we're like, well, it didn't really feel relevant anymore. I right. didn't feel right. Like, yeah, we acknowledge that there's change and this is going to be ongoing, but it also we just there's like we want to protect our integrity with ourselves and with our beloved that yeah we're having these conversations before right
0: and then just to saying hey i I want to change i want to reinvestigate our agreement i want to change our agreement i'm no longer in agreement with this so i want to let you know so that we can find a new one yeah yeah and then i think i know we're running to the end of the episode here but like how do we know we need agreements you know Mm. i think that that's something i've been pondering as well um with max and one of the things that feels really true for me is that having, for us, having the fewest number of agreements necessary feels the best. Like that's just what tends to have me feel the most alive. It's, it's really easy and maybe even tempting to use agreements to control and to, you know, to try to just like set every, make, check check every box and like go for every (sighs) contingency and you have all these things in place. And for me, like freedom and movement and Flow and spontaneity are like such huge values of mine yeah. that that doesn't that doesn't work for
1: me. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I even I, there was like an interaction with Lee when he was connecting with somebody. He's like, "Do you have any? Do you have any other agreements?" And I was like, "Actually, when when I feel into my body, drawing a line mm. causes me more stress and contraction and anxiety yeah. than kind of extending like within this this space that we've already created. I trust you, right? I trust that you love me. I trust totally. that you respect me and that you care about our connection." But I was like. The, the drawing of a of a strict boundary actually felt yeah ick here in my sister. It was good to, and it was good to check in to feel right. that. Like, yeah, so it's not always it's not always better to have yes. so many rules and agreements. Right. And yeah, I think that's interesting it's interesting to watch how that like the notion would be maybe that we'd feel safer, but to like right. feel into our bodies what's right. actually what's actually true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think and you just said the word rule and I think it's interesting I feel like a rule, the difference between a rule and an agreement mm. is that the rules are imposed by some external force.
1: Yeah. Like, I
0: think I run The Sauce, an event in town that's like an erotic event, but there are rules to my event. Like, right. there's no nudity, there's no, um, like, direct genital stimulation. You know, there's, um, there's certain rules around sexuality so that people can dance and get sexy and feel their erotic energy flow, but not, like, go into an extreme sexual situation. Right. And those are rules. Like, right. those aren't agreements. Those aren't. Yeah, you didn't ask for everyone's participation. No, like, no. Those are... that's a rule. And If you want to enter the space, you need to comply with the rule. Otherwise, you have to leave the space or change your behavior so you can stay. Right. And that is, like, so different. And I think when people, when we try to make rules in our relationship, where usually what happens is one person will make a rule, and sometimes they'll call it an agreement, but it's actually not. Right. <laughs> no, that's a really great distinction. <laughs> because agreement station. takes two people to agree on something right. rather than one person saying, this, this is the is, rule. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really great distinction. Yeah. And I would say that in my opinion, we'll see if this bears true, but that there shouldn't ever be rules in an in a intimate relationship. I don't see I don't see how that would make any sense to me. Cause that's just
1: like a power dynamic that seems super unhealthy. Yeah. Unless you're into like, unless you're like, I don't know. I can see if you're creating some really fun kink, right. subdom, but that would be a separate agreement yeah, that, totally. that you step into. Right. Like we have an agreement that you're allowed to make rules that I
0: follow or don't follow. And then I get punished for not following. <laughs> <Right. them. laughs> exactly. That, yeah, yeah. That could, that could be fun, yeah. but mm, yummy. Yeah. Cool. Let's see what happens next. <laughs> Always. See how our agreements change. The sauce? The sauce is last, fourth Saturday in Santa Cruz if you're a Santa Cruz local. Or somewhere within driving, somewhere distance. Within driving distance. It's been super epic. I'm yeah. loving doing it oh and I'm gosh. loving offering this to the community. Hopefully, we'll teach infinite an infinite relating thing there sometime and then we'll definitely keep everyone yes. posted.
1: Yes, But otherwise, yeah, check it out online. Yeah. Facebook? Yeah. With our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And we're now on Instagram. Yep. All right. See Bye. you next week. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at dot Love and stay infinite.